is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Since this game on Sunday is just so brutal to think about, they're going to win. All right, Steelers Nation out there, sweaty palms, wringing your hands back and forth saying, oh, here the Mike Tomlin loss is on the horizon. No, it's not. You're fine. Eight and four is on the horizon, baby. And then nine and four is on the horizon after that horizon. So when I'm thinking about Steelers and Cardinals, you know, this is a matchup that doesn't happen very often in the NFL. But there's one particular matchup in this series that it's just it's seared worth, into it's actually my brain. worth talking about, unlike this Sunday's matchup. Exactly. December 8th, 2019, State Farm Stadium. Duck Hodges defeats <laughs> the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, 23-17, to improving the Steelers to 8-5, and improbably, and pretty much setting them up for a playoff spot. I mean, they would have, to really, much. They would have to really collapse down the stretch oh, to not make a playoff spot at that point. They'd have to go 0-3 and fall to 8-8. and What are some of your favorite memories from that game? From that game? I mean, the one that sticks out is probably the uh, Deontay punt return touchdown that probably led to him to getting an all-pro now. I actually forgot remember about that. Remember, he because, was an all-pro as a rookie yeah, yeah, yeah. for a special team. And I forgot about that because it was a joke. I don't really remember anything <laughs> from know. that game other than Duck Hodges. <laughs> Won a game. To I get didn't them to realize. I didn't remember that that was the last game they had won before they lost their last three. Yeah, that was it. That was the eight and five game. Pittsburgh was riding pretty high after that game. Oh yeah, to have a, a practice squad. Everybody thought they were going to go to Arizona and lose that game. Not that they were great, but they weren't terrible like this year. Kyler looked good, and they're going to the West Coast. And yet, Duck Hodges at quarterback. How demoralizing does that have to be for Kyler, the number one overall pick, losing to a practice squad quarterback? Well, I think there's a lot more things for that Kyler and that yeah, part yeah, of the timeline yeah, yeah. to worry about on the horizon yeah, for himself yeah, to definitely. be worried about. Uh, <laughs> Going to be some tough sledding for him. Actually, he'll have a pretty good year the next season coming up. Yeah, right. That's then, good for him. But then yeah, a couple years down the road. Kind of goes uh, away. 2009. Now that's more like it. February. Oh, thank you. Super Bowl 43. Thank you. Really such an improbable matchup. Not from the Steelers side of things. They were the number two seed in the AFC that year. Uh, no one was really surprised that they ended up in the Super Bowl. But the Cardinals, if you remember, went on kind of a 2005 Steelers run to get to the Super Bowl, a six seed. They went on the road every single game. No, they... uh, Were they higher than a six seed that year? Yeah, they were the division winner. The Packers were the six seed when they beat the Steelers. When the Steelers lost. We don't talk about that. The Cardinals hosted two games. Okay, so they... They hosted the wild card round against rookie Matt Ryan. no one thought that they would make it to the Super Bowl. No, certainly not. But they hosted Matt Ryan, rookie Matt Ryan in the first round. They went on the road in Carolina... I want to say the quarterback was still Jake Delhomme in Carolina in 2009. That's how far back you got to go. And then they hosted the Eagles. Remember, that was a great game. Okay, the Cardinals were the four seed. So they were the worst of the division winners. winners. Oh, wait, no, I'm in the wrong playoff. Oh. 2008, 2009. See, that always trips me up there. But it still was true. They were the four seed that year too. Where the they didn't finish at like nine and seven also? They beat the Cardinal or they beat the Falcons. They beat the. Panthers on the road mm-hmm. in Carolina, as I got said, the six seed Philadelphia because they upset the Vikings and Giants on the way to the NFC Championship. Who game. were the Vikings teams and Giants teams those years? So that was just Eli. You, you know the fact. You know, like how um, how Eli been, hasn't won a playoff game other than the two. Yeah, years right, right, right. So obviously he made it, but he wasn't going to win the a game. One overall seed this year. The Giants were the best team in the NFC that year. 
And then the Panthers were the number but two. That's what I, that's why I remember okay. the Cardinals being so improbable because they were nine and seven. They were yeah, like, right. The division was garbage mm-hmm. in the NFC West that year. Someone had to win it, you know, one of those years. But then you know, Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Famer, put together, yeah, soon to be Hall of Famer, right. put together one of the most epic quarterback wide receiver it's, combinations in a run to the Super Bowl. It's one of the best quarterback performances in a playoff run. I think you could say it's the best wide receiver performance in any singular playoffs. And what it did for Kurt Warner's legacy, even though he lost the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. to be a quarterback that took another franchise to a Super Bowl, that puts you in pretty rare air. He nearly got there. If uh, if, if NFL games were fifty seven and a half minutes long, he would have got he, he would have had a second two ring. Super Bowl yeah. rings in three Super Bowl appearances and two with two different teams, which was extremely rare to do. Do you think if the Cardinals win that, it's Kurt or Larry? It's Larry being the MVP. Yeah, for Larry was sure. unbelievable yeah, in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And he had the game winning what would have been the game winning touchdown. Yeah, right. And that and that touchdown that he caught was all his effort. I still his see speed. Prime, prime Palomalu. Oh my god. By Larry Chasing him down the whole way. There was just nothing you could do about Larry. He like I know. Santonio won the MVP of the Super Bowl that year, but if this was like baseball and you gave playoff MVPs too for the run up to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I think Larry, Larry Fitzgerald I think, wins would have it. Been the slam wins he was everything. The best player yeah, wins in that everything. entire playoff. I know you're still, rightfully so, pretty hurt on the fact that he missed out on the Heisman. Yeah, like his how last about year that? He's the second leading receiver in NFL history. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Everybody gives Larry Fitzgerald his flowers. But he should have a Heisman in his trophy case. And he probably really should have a Super Bowl remember. ring and some, an MVP. Some quarterback from, like, Oklahoma. Was it Oklahoma? Yeah, it was Jason White. Yeah, Jason White, right. Uh, create a player on NCAA football. <laughs> Quite literally. I don't know how he got it. So I don't know. Larry and Kurt were just, uh, by the time that Super Bowl rolled around, no one was surprised by the Cardinals at that point. You couldn't take them lightly. Larry and Kurt were, were ripping things apart. Mm-hmm. That Steelers defense that year was stuff of legends. Woodley and Harrison, that tandem was one of the best pass rushing tandems I can remember. It was literally one of the best time. defenses up of until that Super Bowl. It, it was because incredible. they did a great job against the Chargers in their first uh, divisional game, and then they did a great job against the Ravens in the conference championship game. It wasn't until the Super Bowl where they finally showed a sign of weakness. And well, how it about, took one of the greatest quarterback wide receiver duos of all time. Well, and then how about. On this run for the Steelers this year, mm-hmm. you had a special teams splash play in the right. Chargers San Antonio game San Antonio. Then you had a defensive pick six with Palomalu mm-hmm. icing things in the AFC Championship game. And then you had the pick six by Harrison in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, like, you want to talk about splash. Right, I mean, oh, they were doing You yeah. want to know why Tomlin might be so partial to splash plays and that kind of defense? You could say his <laughs> career has been defined on, by man. them, yeah. Um, it also is amazing when you look at Super Bowl Forty Three. You could really make the argument that two of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history happened in that same mm-hmm. game. Uh, I remember watching that in my basement freshman year of high school for me, mm-hmm. and I believe the speech that was given, because that was after the David Tyree helmet catch. It was the year and, after. And it was, I remember Goodell or whoever said, we never thought we'd be able to top last year's Super mm-hmm. Bowl with the, what, what happened between the Giants and Patriots. But the Cardinals and the Steelers <laughs> probably tried as tried best their hardest, as anybody right, could to right. dethrone it. Um, man, it was just such an incredible game from an NFL, a casual fan standpoint. But to be in the trenches in this game mm-hmm. as a fan invested in it, yeah. 
one of my favorite memories growing up. I think it's my favorite none. sports it memory. My favorite sports just because because oh five was fun. I was in fifth grade. You were in fourth grade. We're conscious. A little we know young. What's happening, and also that game was really never a threat. I'm Willie f- Parker had that touchdown and to open up the second mean half. As much as it did, we were in eighth or ninth grade right. at that point. Because I remember right. I was watching that game at a friend's house. Oh five, and you know we're in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. He had an older sister who was in eighth ninth grade. And they won, and she was openly weeping. With, and, like, I wasn't there yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome. We won the Super Bowl. But I wasn't – I didn't go through the battles. I didn't have the battle scars yet. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally get to that, you know, teenage years, you start hitting puberty a little bit, that hair comes out on your chest, you start to get really emotional when it comes to your teams. Oh, and yeah. that's in 2009, Super Bowl 2009, 2008 season. You know, that's probably why – like you were saying, you elevate that one above the other one as your favorite memory growing up. Really, your favorite memory still to this day. I, Although yeah. the Penguins have pushed that pretty hard, but still. Yeah. Football's something about it's, the NFL. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of tickles your pickle a little bit uh, mm. more so than hockey. I mean, not to take away anything. I mean, Sidney Crosby had a goal last night uh, for the Penguins and a huge comeback. Uh, Tristan Jari had a goal last Christian night. Tristan Jari also. But, but it's like, you can't ne- – in Pittsburgh, I think you'll always appreciate greatness when you know you're witnessing it. God, my teams were so good back then. Penguins were going to win just a couple of months after what, this. Like, just like what like a 12-ish year run uh, for Pittsburgh. That's why it kind of 05, the Super right Bowl. 08, the Super Bowl. 2010, you almost got there. And like, then you had the Pirates have three really great seasons. Uh, and the Penguins had a cup in 09. And they went back-to-back in 16-17. Just now, an incredible 12-year run. Now the Steelers and the Penguins are still good and have hope. But it's like I feel like all, none of my teams win big games anymore. Like how many cities? How many cities can realistically say they saw five championships in just over a decade? How many cities can say that? Did you get the "On Ice or Grass Will Kick Your Ass" T-shirts that they were selling? No, in the summer of two thousand and like the strip district all over. No, I did not. Did you? No, but I remember them. Yeah, of well. course. Walking over Clemente Bridge, the Pirate Games, they'd have them hanging up, or in the strip district, like you said, they'd have them hanging. And they're up. everywhere. Just a great run. For us, and really in the coming of age for us, too. I mean, we're both just about to enter Yeah, I think I'm there's something special about watching your team win. In when that you, Yeah, range. right. When you're really, for the first time in your life, aware, aware. Not like how you said when we, when you were in fifth grade, or when you were in sixth grade, I was in fifth grade for the first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 40. You're just kind of getting it. You're just kind of getting the emotional toll it takes on a person to follow a team throughout an entire season and you know, if you're our, and look at your parents and see them wait decades since the seventies to see a championship, or if you're the Penguins, wait, I guess fifteen years in between ninety two and and oh nine, a little over that. The emotional toll it takes on a person to really invest yourself in a team. I think there's always going to be a little deference that you have to that championship you saw when you were growing up. Compared to maybe when you were an adult. And then how about this storyline in that? When Cower moved on, Ken Wisenhunt was a name that mm-hmm. was really bandied about about a potential replacement for Bill Cower. Mm-hmm. They go with Mike Tomlin, an outside hire instead. And how about that? An outside hire worked out. Well, who do they meet in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Ken Wisenhunt on the other sideline. So he had a nice little run of success with the Arizona Cardinals uh, after not getting the job in Pittsburgh. So that was just an interesting storyline, but... I guess if, you know, we're in the results-based business, this was a very quick proof that the Steelers made the right decision in their hire. 
Which one's your favorite play? The Harrison pick six uh, or the, the his Antonio Holmes game winner? It's now, the so game winner hard. has more weight, I guess, technically because it's the game winner or just because of the context of it, it has more weight. I personally go with the Harrison pick six. Like, that, I know the, that's, the toe that's tap like a San, Sophie's choice right the there. The toe tap from San Antonio was unbelievable. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, like, don't we see the those ex- plays sometimes? Yeah, the they, excitement they pop up from, from now and then. Harrison. When's the last time you – well, actually, we did just see a Hail Mary pick six on Black Friday. Yeah, but that was It was different, though. And that's – we've never seen a play like James Harrison's. They were on in the, the Super Bowl. five-yard line. In the they Super Bowl. They were knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. He jumps the that ten route point swing. on the goal line. Mm-hmm. He takes it 100 yards to the house. I'll never forget on Saturday Night Live – the week after the Super Bowl, uh-huh. Keenan came out for Weekend Update as James Harrison, and he had an oxygen mask on. He'd be like, <laughs> oh, I don't Whoa. remember that. Like, <laughs> they'd like ask him questions. He'd be like, hold on. I don't remember that at all. Because do you remember when he fell into the end zone after? Of he, course, you could yeah. See his belly I mean, you remember the down. camera following him, too, and you saw him on the bench with the o- oxygen mask. You know who made the best effort from the Cardinals on that play to catch him? I mean, he was running. It was down Larry the Fitzgerald, yeah. throwing bodies like it was he, had, Larry he was throwing photographers and medical mm-hmm. staff out of the way. And wasn't he him. really pissed at one of his teammates or something? They didn't. No, 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 no. Because it was on the near sideline, which was the Arizona sideline, and there was a teammate who wasn't really paying attention, almost like Mike Tomlin in that Thanksgiving Bowl game uh, against the, the Ravens. Way. He got in the way. And I think Larry said at some point he said if that guy just is that if that one guy wasn't there I don't have to make like a slight adjustment to my body I could have kept running full speed and gotten him probably he probably could have probably too. would have I mean he got he got to him on like on the I two think, yard I think line Jones a little bit faster than James Harrison especially in a, stri- <laughs> in a straight line I, and and the and the thing about Harrison's play too is not only was it epic in scale to get a hundred yards. But you weren't sure, right? Like, it came down to a review because you weren't sure if when he was tackled at the five, did he really get his full body in? Or was any part of his body down before that line, that ball crossed the plane of the of the end zone? So there was some controversy to it. I mean, as Steelers fans, you were just like, oh, my God, what did we just see? And you, And then you had to pivot to, oh, my God, did he actually get in? Just a, uh, a, a whirlwind of a play. I uh, a fourteen point swing, which is just massive. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I I don't know if I if I had to choose some. That is really hard for me to make a decision over. And the fact that we now know he wasn't supposed to be in coverage on that play, and he was supposed to rush Kurt Warner, and he just went rogue and did what he wanted to do based mm-hmm. on what he saw. Makes it so much better that right. that wasn't what he was supposed to do, but that was just. No, a, I mean, James Harrison, defensive player of the year, borderline Hall of Famer, making a call in the moment and it paying dividends in the biggest way, giving him. If it's not number one on your list <sighs> of best Super Bowl plays on a countdown, it better be number two. I'll just say that. Yeah, and then Holmes has to be top ten somewhere. Somewhere in the because top you've 10. seen game winning touchdowns and you've. But I didn't ask you which one was a better play. I asked you which one was your. My favorite, I guess you gotta say my favorite is Harrison. But how do you say your favorite isn't Santonio when that's the one that won the game for them? Yeah, exactly. Um, Tim Benz just peeked into the studio and it reminded me of him in the picture. Oh, the picture is great. Him pointing pointing, down. Just in case the ref, I love to get Benzie's input on. Just in case the ref needed some help, just to point and say, "Hey, oh, we've heard." input on this he'll yeah. tell you every you don't want <laughs> no him i'm here. saying his 
favorite play between those two, which would you say? Which would oh. you think he would choose? Because of the vanity San Antonio, that has because of the photo yeah, evidence. He's, yeah, he's in the paper. Okay, yeah, of course, <laughs> pictures in the paper, helping the referee make the call. Um, that drive though from Ben oh in the God. offense. Remember, it started with that holding call, and dangerously close. Remember, to the end even zone before was that, that it was the. You're talking about the holding call in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that made it a safety and that gave Arizona the 23 to 20 lead. But then there was the holding call on the last drive. First and 20 was the first yeah, play of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And you're they right. picked up like 19 yards on uh, that first play. To San Antonio. He was amazing that entire mm-hmm. drive. I think. What, what did he say on the sidelines right before that drive? Time to be great. Time to be great. Yeah. And I think he, I mean, he is deserving of that Super Bowl MVP. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. He's a great stealer, he still comes back. He's always around the team still, and the team treats him like the legend that he is. I'm sure he's going to be in the Hall of Honor at some point. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of surprised he's not. But I lean also towards Big Ben maybe getting that Super Bowl MVP. I mean, it's a little weird yeah. that when you have a drive like that, you know, it's usually you honor the quarterback, the quarterback that orchestrated that it. Gets yeah. it. I mean, I know Holmes was so instrumental on that. I think you could say it's Holmes because on all three big plays that he was involved in, the first and whatever, well, the, he he got the chunk yards, and then and the then big the play to get him in a field goal, where he he made the, the defender slip, he got all the yak, and then he made the catch. That was when you could at first breathe for a little bit because you're like, okay, at least Jeff Reed's tying this right, as long as we don't right. make any mistakes. First play, or their first attempt at the end zone. It might not have been their first play in this, but their first crack at it, San Antonio Holmes. No, I think that was a first, that was the first down play. First crack at it? To the the near sideline. Right, 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 right. right. Wide open. Oh my God. Should have caught that ball. You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of the Super Bowl before, right? Everyone remembers David Tyree's catch. Not, you don't remember the uh, Plexico Burris touchdown. That came right after that, because mm-hmm. it was very, it was a very easy. He was wide open. Wide open. He was as open as San Antonio was, and so that's why I think people remember the San Antonio Holmes catch more because of the throw by Ben and the catch by Holmes behind three Arizona Cardinals. In your opinion, Tom, do you give more credit to the throw or the catch? I think he has yeah, so like you're that's me why a Sophie's choice here. I think you have to say throw. The throw is unbelievable because the throw can only be put in one. the The arc of the ball can only go in one direction and one direction only. There's no wavering to any degree whatsoever, and he put it exactly where it needed to be. But you have to give credit to San Antonio for making the catch. Oh, thousand getting, percent. Getting the feet down, getting the toe tap in, mm-hmm. and. The throw, though, like you said, it's exactly where it needs to be. You can see the defender. I think my favorite view. If the middle view, finger yeah. of the Cardinals defender is an inch longer, it might just scrape the bottom of the football and all, deflect all, it. All credit to Tim Benz and his camera angle, right? The photo where he's you like seen. the one that looks I like the one more the where you're looking at the end you zone. You see 10 homes on his back. And you see six hands in the way of that ball in San Antonio. Six hands, Tom, because there's three guys there. Three guys all wearing red. The talent on display to get those toes down the way that he yeah. did. I mean, you want to talk about toe tap. That's the definition of a toe tap. And man. I don't understand how there's still people out there, Arizona fans, saying he didn't get both Well, you can take down. a screenshot of anything in sports, I think, and make it look, and frame it to look but like how, Like, how do you deny it? 
it's so clearly he, he was inbound. Because he lost. Yeah. Because you're salty. I mean, we've got experience with salty tears of fans. Remember in Seattle Super Bowl? Ben didn't get into the end zone on that one touchdown. Oh, I'm still convinced he wasn't. In. No, he wasn't in on that one. I suck at Seattle. It's not even like I'm convinced. I know he wasn't in. Uh, well, according to the game yeah. and the rules, or the officials, he was. And that's Super Bowl number five in our background uh-huh. right there. Um, yeah, I mean, how much more can you say about this Super Bowl? I think we pretty much covered it all. Just... Really, probably a top five Super Bowl ever played, and I, I didn't, I didn't do my homework before this to rank them or think of other ones, but it's definitely at the top for me as a fan. But that's because we have bias because uh-huh. our team was involved in it. Some other great ones that come to mind quickly was the Foles and Patriots Super Bowl. I mean, that was incredible. Yeah, the Giants. Well, beating I the, mean, the, that, the we like that one. Patriots was we like that one. The Foles Patriots one because the Patriots lost. Historians will also, probably it was an incredible. It was Super It was, a, but I think historians will probably say, "Well, Super Bowl was it fifty two? The comeback against Atlanta that was also a pretty incredible Super Bowl." Yeah, although I'm not gonna lie, Thomas had a few too many beers that night and barely <laughs> barely remembers the Patriots. Oh, you're saying this Thomas, not this Thomas Tommy. Brady? That well, he probably had him after the game. Yeah, right. But this Tommy. This Thomas had a way too many dogfish head IPAs that night. Oh, as halftime. much as I dislike, well, I was dancing on their grave at halftime. Oh, I was like, we give all me another were. beer, baby. When the when the Falcons had that pick six, and there was that image of Brady going for like the the sweep of the legs, right with his hand, and he whiffed. Uh. the The internet took off with that, and I thought this is the greatest moment for my memory of football that didn't involve a Steelers win. I was so happy, and then the second half was a completely different story. The or fir- the last, however many eighteen minutes of that game was a the first Super Bowl. Story. Like I kind of remember coming online for. I don't remember the it. first I don't one the, being like I was aware it was happening. Was Super the Rams Bowl. and the Titans? Oh, you're saying of the, the, like my okay, brain, okay, okay. Like, I was like, oh, there's a Super Bowl going on. Rams and the Titans. And the funny thing is, is I go back and I look. The one right before that was Falcons and Broncos. Elway's last Super Bowl win. No, re- mm-hmm. not even a slight recollection of that one. I couldn't tell you like the game. Like I know what happened. The Jared Dyson, he's short of the goal line. Right. In hindsight, but like, but I not a single tell you, memory like, my of memory Favre of and Elway going at it. No. Right. Like that—that's two years prior to the Falcons and the Broncos. Like, and then it's Falcons. Oh, and sorry. Broncos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I have nothing of the of those. But I remember like being alive, being in my basement with my family watching Rams Titans. So I guess technically that counts as a great Super Bowl that I was around for because mm-hmm. that was a great Super Bowl. You know, it, when I do this and think about our lifetime, it just reminds me of how many times the freaking Patriots have been in this because all these your, games your life, are with the you Patriots. can like you can block off parts of your life based on when the Steelers were or when the when the Patriots were. Like I'm in sitting the here, Super going, Cardinals, Steelers, yeah, definitely so at the top annoying. of my list. But let's think of some other ones. This is a Patriots one, and then there's that other Patriots one, and then it's there's the so Malcolm annoying, Butler Patriots Tom. one. Oh, it's always the it. Patriots. I hate it. Tom. Whether they win or they lose, they're always in great Super Bowls. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know which Super Bowl I remember first. I, if I had to like go backwards, I remember I the Steelers. It's probably a Patriots one because I, that, well, they were in okay, them the next two right, years. Right, right. So I remember the Steelers Seahawks. I remember Patriots Eagles. I you probably remember greatest show on turf Rams losing to the Patriots. That that's probably rattling around in your brain. Yeah, somewhere. I guess so. You remember Panthers Jake Delhomme losing to the Patriots? Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, then yeah. that might be that one. You know, Bowl. that was crazy to me just because I was so young and I was like the idiot, not the idiot kid. I was the naive kid who was like, "Why did the Panthers just kick the ball out of bounds?" Yeah, well, I don't get it. 
I don't get what they're doing. That was, I, I guess that was a pretty good Super Bowl too. That ended up in the Patriots because game. all, huh? That was a pretty good yeah, game. Too, yeah, I mean, yeah, every Brady's yeah. been in enough Super Bowls. We could say almost every one of them was great. I guess you could say the one I don't remember just because they it wasn't a a good game and b they weren't a rival then were the Ravens and Giants. That one was terrible. I remember but, that game, but that one was terrible. But it was a terrible game, and the Steelers and Ravens weren't this. In, intense rivalry yet? No, so I barely remember that. Uh, one. Tampa, Kansas City was awful because Brady and the Bucks just rolled through Kansas City. Yeah, Denver, Seattle was the worst one that I can remember in my life. I think I, if I had, I guess the first Although one Denver, I really Car- Denver, Carolina. You know what? Now how we say New England's always in good Super Bowls. Denver in my lifetime is always in bad Super Bowls. They got blown out by Seattle and then they uh-huh. blow out Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they, I guess you could say they blew right before they blew out. Atlanta. Yeah, true. I don't All really right. know. I guess you could say the the first one I really, really remember was Brady and, and Warner. If not, the very next one, which was a crap Super Bowl, another one, Tampa Bay and Oakland. How many times do you think on Sunday you'll see the Harrison play or the Holmes oh, play? Oh, a lot. Oh, you know what? I would Can rather— they pour Salt and Cardinals fans more that are still watching the I might the just watch that game back instead of <laughs> watching the actual game. All right, well, we got to break down the actual game uh, in the next episode. We've avoided it. We've avoided our jobs, really, for too long just by having a nostalgia trip. we just keep doing this? Trip. We'll probably do this again when the Super Bowl yeah. comes around this year, right. but I guess we'll talk 2023 2-10 Arizona Cardinals. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, and jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team. One of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Akershore Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or the Tanger Outlets, or... You just visit us online at shop.steelers.com. We'll talk about Kyler Murray. We'll talk about that Cardinals offense, probably the only threat they have to beat the Steelers, (laughs) and I'm stretching to have to say that. That's on the way next on the Steelers Standard.